Hey, it's Naughty. And I'm the Teach, and welcome to Naughty and the Teach. This week, we are your favorite perturbed black hotties. Yeah, uh, we're perturbed this week for a very, very particular reason. Um, So, just to get it out there. um, You may not know it, but... (laughs) Yes, there was an incident that went down, and we're going to talk about it. But in order to talk about it, we're going to try to limit the discussion about this particular incident to this one episode. Um, We're going to try to say as much as possible. We're going to try to cover as much as possible. But by now, by the time you hear this episode, you would have heard a lot of opinions, a lot of people's takes about this particular incident. We want to be mindful for, for us and for you that you don't experience burnout about hearing this. This was a major incident in the entertainment field, and we're going to get into that. We did expensive re- uh, extensive research. We compiled a lot of uh, things that we're going to share, but we only want to limit it to this. So we may miss some things. We may leave some things out. We may miss some points in this ever-evolving story. So if you have something you want to say, you want to comment on, you want to critique, you want to just get at us, reach out on our Instagram handles, which are? At naughty and the teach at naughty flower one word or one name and at the teach nyc all together and if you are confused about any of the spellings of those handles please check the bio anywhere you are listening to this podcast they are all listed at the bottom all right and now let's pop off All right, we hope you grabbed your drinks because this is going to be a wild, wild ride. So before we get started, if you don't know what the incident is, let's introduce you to it. We are fans of both Will Smith and Chris Rock. We spoke about Will Smith before extensively. I even recommended his memoir in my favorite segment of of our show, which if you don't know by now, you will learn very, very soon. So our popping off this week is going to be Will Smith's actions towards Chris Rock or what we are going to refer to as the incident. Yes. So if you, I guess if you're not aware, at the 94th Academy Award shows, most commonly known as the Oscars, uh, Chris Rock was introducing best docu- the winner for Best Documentary. And before announcing the the award, he made um, a joke about Penelope Cruz and her husband. And Javier Bourdain. There you go, because I forgot her husband's name. Chris Rock forgot Penelope Cruz's name. See, look, we were all fucked up together. Um, but and he also made a joke about Will Smith and and Jada Pinkett Smith. He was making fun of couples, I guess, that night. Because he's divorced. I don't know. Maybe salty. What? <laughs> um, or maybe it's what he does as a comedian because he's been doing this his whole career, especially at these types of events. You're right. You're right. But he. I, but in those jokes, they were both about couples. So I, I think it was couples who were nominated um, for Jada. specific categories. It was more about Javier Bard, 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 Bardem. Bardem. We, look at us. Yeah, we're, we're trying. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting it, though. We, but there you go. You know, we're trying. Trying is um But no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but anyways, so he and so he made a joke about Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem, and then he made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and about how he was like, I love you, Jada. Um, like see you in G.I. Jane too, because she has a buzz cut, a low buzz cut, a Caesar, if you will, 
um, resembling Demi Moore's from the movie G.I. Jane, and she was also wearing a dark green dress. This joke upset Jada Pinkett Smith. Definitely upset Jada. Um, And because Will Smith at first laughed at the joke, and so when she was upset, it seems, you know, from people watching... uh, that that uh, that her being upset upset Will, so he went to, then he walked up on the stage and he slapped, as Chris Rock said, he slapped the shit out of him. So to, to add one thing though, when uh, Chris Rock delivered the joke, you can see Will Smith laughing at it. It you know some people have a laugh at it. Jada, however, when she heard the joke, she rolled her eyes. Yes. The camera cuts away. Uh, Chris Rock says something along the lines was that was a tame one, you know? It wasn't that bad. And then um, he's getting ready, and then he goes, uh-oh, because then he sees Will Smith w- walking towards him. I guess he thought maybe it was going to be an embrace or nothing. I am 100% sure that Chris Rock was not expecting Will Smith to slap the shit out of him. I think he was expecting Will Smith to get up there and maybe say like a a rude or a crude joke and then that would it, it could have been a banter between them i don't think he was expecting that and then will smith when he sat down he said keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth and then chris rock responded it, it was a gi jane joke dude because he did not write the jokes he said the joke and then um will smith repeated keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth just imagine if you're the guy backstage who wrote that joke was like yeah it's gonna hit and then you see (laughs) that somebody got slapped because of it you're like oh 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 shit and then even still even still the joke yes while people were laughing there's also an audible groan from the audience yeah and you know the people at the oscars they did not know what to do because if you've ever paid attention to these kind of things they have, if ever a celebrity gets up, they have somebody sit in their place. So every, it, always fillers, looked, yeah. <laughs> it, it always looks full. But when that happened, they started panning around and they didn't even tell Bradley Cooper to put his jacket on because he had his jacket off, his sleeves rolled up, looking hella chill, you know. And because, I guess, of COVID, they didn't have tables because they weren't serving food. So it was... So he, it was like, and Will Smith was right in front of the stage because they knew he was going to get one of the biggest awards. So it was like... He, he had a direct access to Yes, the stage. he did. And um, like, I know some people were saying like, why didn't anybody stop him? But like, he was literally sitting a few feet from the stage. Like, you know? Um, in response to that, uh, later on, Will Smith was awarded the best actor role for his role as uh, Richard Williams in the movie King Richard. Um, He got on stage. He gave a speech, which included an apology to the Academy, but not to Chris Rock. It 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 said the Academy um, to Serena and Venus Williams and the the Williams family, because he named um, their mother as well, and to the cast... Uh, or specifically to the black women who were in uh, King Richard, he and he apologized. I think also he, he also mentioned how he's protecting black women. Like so, his apology was like you know to the people who saw like who saw him snap. Now, honestly, it, depending on which version of that um, that apology you've seen, some versions exclude the apology to black women and the fact that he was protecting black women. So if you can try to see a full, I guess, quote unquote, uncensored version so you can hear exactly what he had to say. If you want to see an uncensored version, you would have to look up. um, It has to either be like Japanese or Australian because uh, 
while there was a 15 second delay, they delayed it in the States. They did not delay it in Japan and in Australia. Specifically, that's, you know, from our research, that's what I know. Yeah, so you got to go on YouTube or yeah, Google. Yeah, it has to be YouTube or Google. Yeah. Yeah, which, which we'll get into that in a little bit about what they chose to censor. Um, but, um, speaking of uh, King Richard Williams, he also weighed in on Will Smith's actions, the, the incident. He said, through his son, um, Richard Williams says, we don't condone hitting anyone else unless it's in self-defense. So, you know, in his apology, Will Smith said that he was, like, almost like he was in character protecting black women and being so fierce. Because if you've seen interviews where um, white interviewers are questioning Venus and Serena and they're, and they're pushing them and pushing them and their uh, answers are becoming less and less confident... Richard Williams would step in and say, you asked her the question, she answered it. Stop trying to break her confidence. You know, he, I, that's how he would protect his daughters. He would, um, he held their, like their confidence was sacred to him. But that is not what Will Smith did. Will, like Richard Williams was not out here slapping interviewers. You know, that was not what he was doing. And there are times in which he had the right because they've experienced hostility, they experienced, Experience bias, they experience racism, and that's not what he conduct how he conducted himself in order to help help them become what they were. He helped them. He didn't create them. He helped them become what they what they what they became. Both of them. And then also just to give a little um, background knowledge on the relationships between uh, Chris Rock and Jada and Will. Um, Chris Rock first met Will Smith in 1995 working on Fresh Prince. He was the, I guess they were making fun of transgendered people. This was the 90s, so forgive them. 1995 on the Blind Date episode. Um, and then if you've ever seen the Madagascar movies, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith are both in those movies. Um, that was, they, they, the franchise started in 2005. And uh, the same year they, they gave Will a Kids Choice Award. And so they had Jada and Chris had a lot of banter between them, and it seemed like if they were going to present together, they were at least friendly. Um, then in 2016, Jada Pinkett Smith in particular was boycotting the Oscars, uh, saying hashtag Oscar so white. And if we are comparing the, the G.I. Jane joke to what uh, Chris Rock said in 2016, what he said in 2016 about Jada Pinkett Smith boycotting the Oscars was much, I think, was much worse. And maybe, not that it was malicious, but it was it was much more raunchy because he said that Jada Pinkett Smith uh, boycotting the Oscars is like, Chris Rock said, it's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I was not invited. So to have such a sexual joke, it was much more crude. But Jada Pinkett Smith herself said, you know, we're celebrities, you have to laugh at it. It's all, that's what part of being a celebrity is about. Um, do you have to add anything? Uh, I, I, I do want to say that, you know, but this is what Chris Rock has done his whole career. As yes. comedians, they are, and I do want to point out, before we keep going on, that there have been many of Oscar, of awards hosts, who will crack jokes on the audience. Um, we know Trevor Noah is going to be doing the Grammys very soon. I am sure, maybe, depending on... <laughs> no, I think, no, but part of the... the this Chris Rock situation may have changed his mind, but... He's, like, I'm he's also bigger than Chris Rock, he's so... Like, um, I'm going to host it remotely. 
thanks, because um, I'm not getting slapped. So, <laughs> I mean, that is an option these days. But, you know, this is just a time-honored tradition in which host would make fun. It's like every, it's like but a that, way to to humanize, to make people seem regular. To make celebrities seem yes. like normal Ce- people. Sorry, celebrities seem like normal people. Where you have friends who are roasting you or, you know, making fun or making you look humanized. It's the humanizing way in which, like, if you watch a movie... And there's a character, and you're like, oh, and then they do something, you're like, oh. It's like the it's the humor in such a grand event. It's like, yes, they're all like this is an award ceremony for like America's like almost uh, like their our royalty because we don't have that. So it's like, but they're human too. We yeah. make fun of them too. They have ugly hair too, like whatever. Yeah. They they are human. They are human exactly. And, um, you know, just to speak on, like, slapping in itself, like, slapping, spitting, kicking, I think that those are, like, the most disrespectful things that you can do in the black community because those are, like, the, like, to kick someone when they're down or to slap someone in the face or to spit on them, it's it's purposely degrading. And, like, when you punch someone, your intent is to hurt them and when you slap someone your intent is to embarrass them and belittle them and that is what will smith did if you watch if you watch it he um it's not like a super backhand swing he has a super open fist so that his whole palm hits it's yeah open hand but what i'm what i'm trying to emphasize is that he um it's not just like a regular slap he had his hand open wide so that the his palm would really hit Chris Rock's the side of Chris Rock's face to to really that's why people who were there they keep saying I heard the sound I heard it I heard it because he was trying to disrespect him yeah you know? in, in a sense when you slap somebody in that way it is to embarrass yes it was to disrespect and it was and then you know it capped off with what he had to say and he repeated afterwards was really not only showing uh, aggression, but also he followed it up with threats. Yeah. And if you don't do it, like the slap was like a warning. Like, I'm going to slap the shit out of you, Chris Rock's own words, and then I'm going to follow it up with this threat. It's a warning. The slap was the warning. Mm-hmm. The words so I'm telling you now is telling you like, yo, I showed you I, what I would do. If I'm telling you, if you violate what, I, what, I, what I'm telling you not to do, this, if you violate this threat, it's what worse. I'm going to do is worse. Yeah. yeah. So it's something that, you know, is a sign of disrespect that especially black people have been seeing for generations. Yeah. You know, because I, I feel like even before someone says I'm going to beat the shit out of you, they be like, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. Like, you know, it's a whole different thing. But um, and if you're wondering, right, if. Will Smith can get arrested or fined. He can, and he doesn't need Chris Rock to press charges to do so. So I think Chris Rock is doing is not pressing charges because it'll only make him look bad at this point because of how people are responding to the situation. But um, or it'll it's like he's already embarrassed, and pressing charges might be more embarrassing. Um, I I don't I don't know, but uh, because there were so many people there. They don't need Chris Rock to corroborate the story. Anybody who was in the audience could corroborate the story, and they could the LA or yeah, I think it would be LAPD. They could um or the police in California because I'm not sure what county they were in. They could um find Chris. They can find I'm sorry, Will Smith, and potentially he can get up to six months of of jail time. 
So that would suck. Uh, but he may or may not be deserving of it. I guess that's up to you to decide. And even if you're saying, oh, well, you know, Chris Rock had fighting words because he made a joke about Jada. Uh, in in California, jurors have to sign a document that says that unless a person was making a direct threat, nothing else are fighting words. A joke is not fighting words. In, in California specifically, a joke is not fighting words. You have to threaten somebody. Especially a joke on that stage. And also, you got to understand who fought. The joke wasn't directed at Will Smith, who initially laughed at the joke. I just want to point that out. He initially laughed at the joke. Um, I guess I'm going to say this now. Talk your shit. Will and Jada, right? If let's, if anybody's running up on Will and Jada, they're not going to be worried about Will. They're going to be worried about Jada. Because straight up, Jada seems like she's about that life. She's from Baltimore. Yes, she is like, about that life. If there's two of them, yes, I'm 6'2". I weigh just as much as Will Smith. I probably look like him too, which is probably not a good thing now. But we are similar in size and stature. If I'm running up on them, I'll look Will directly in his eyes and I'll look down at Jada and I'm like, damn, she might fucking do some... I'm not going to lie. Uh, the teacher now, we can we can go like 1v1 with Will and Jada and I'm be like, you... You got Jada, and I'm going to just kick, kick Will in the knees. <laughs> I'm going to just kick Will in the knees. Why you give me the it. losing fight for? I don't understand. Because I want to win. That's it. I'm going to be like, I'm going to kick you in the knees, and I'm going to run real fast because Jada probably could catch me. Yo, Jada seems to be about that life. So the argument that she needs to be defended is kind of, it's, it's a bit outdated, only because she doesn't need... Anyone, I don't think she needs anyone to defend her. Now, I'm not saying Will is wrong for defending her, and I'm using that term defending lightly, because that's his wife. That is the person that he lives with. That is the person he loves. That is the person that, you know, he dedicates the time. And we don't know what the conversations are like mm -hmm. when they are home. And he's like, yo, you know, that joke was made. I didn't like it. You laughed at it. Or, you know, why you ain't say nothing or why you didn't, you know, we would have hoped that maybe if we heard that Chris Rock was slapped by Will Smith, we would have heard about it as rumors. Like it happened backstage or at the after party, and then there's people talking about this shit, and none of us would still believe it but even if because it was, of who it is. Yeah, but even if it was backstage, that has a completely different connotation than in front of the entire yes, world. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I also think, like, I mentioned the timeline of how long that they have all known each other because... I think that it shows that I think because with that joke that Chris Rock made in 2016 about Oscar So White and Rihanna's panties, if it hurt anybody's feelings, I'm sure that they spoke to Chris Rock about it. They got on the phone and was like, yo, bro, like that wasn't cool. And they handled it, you know, or they let it slide, whatever, you know. So like with this, he could have like, you know, Will Smith could have gone to Chris Rock after the show and been like, yo, like, I don't like that. Like, you know, that wasn't cool. And then Chris Rock could have apologized to Jada publicly or like just to her face, you know? And I think that could have, Jada could have, I'm sorry if I was too loud. Jada could have had Chris Rock on Red Table Talk and read him for mm -hmm. filth about her fucking alopecia. And it could have been a real conversation. Or to, to give another thing, and I, I want to point out something that Naughty pointed out earlier. In a different context, Chris Rock would have been on 
on. He would have been canceled. Or he, he would have been like they would have been talking about at least canceling him. Yeah. And then that would have bought. And then Will and Jada could have did the PR move of saying, I was hurt by him making fun of me or making fun of my wife because of her alopecia. Yeah. And, you know, but all because like if when you watch the video, when he makes that joke, yes, people are laughing, but there is also an audible groan, you know. So in a different world, he might have been canceled or people would have said like how they or he would have de he might have been canceled, but definitely criticized. And especially with this tour coming up, he would have been the one on an apology tour instead of Will Smith. Mm. He, he he would have had to go on Red Table Talk to talk to Jada. Which would have capitalized them. That would have shot them through. Because the, one of their most memorable about, um, conversations is when they're vulnerable and real about their shit. For Jada to have been seen as the victim, if Will doesn't slap him, you know, makes a statement afterwards about how it's not right or cool to make fun of a woman with alopecia or make fun of my wife with alopecia. Chris, people are calling for Chris Rock to be canceled or people are calling for Chris. No, don't go to his tours or anything. He does his apology tour. She brings him on Red Table Talk, mm -hmm. monetizes that like hell, then can say, I sent you out into the world, Chris Rock, redeemed. Exactly. Or Look even, at what I did for you, like they did yeah. for that little white woman. Which one? How many? The one who, um, the one whose mom what bought her into college. Oh, and then oh, she decided Becky to go on Red Full Table House. talk to uh, Becky from Full get House, them to go. Shout out to the mom, grandma. Wait, Jada's mom. Who's like, why is she here? This isn't the forum for her, but that's for another. Gammy. Thing. Gammy, yeah. yeah. But um, I like, I agree. I think like things could have been so different. But I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So there was many, many ways for them to take it, especially a, as a business business people that would have been much, and much they, better. They, they could have shined an even bigger light on alopecia. They could have even talked about like when you go to a comedy show, you know, I think that there's like a, a kind of a thought that if you sit in the front. Oh, you getting roasted. You you have to be no oh, yeah. like, you have to be prepared to be roasted. So I all I think that it might have said like maybe we need to think like we need to think about how we're joking about people and what we're commenting on because you never know about someone's hair. But you know, so maybe it'll be like maybe you should stick to clothes or maybe it should be like certain seating is for people who are okay with being joked on and things like that. Yeah. It, it, you don't we don't know where the conversation could have gone, but th things would have been different. Yeah. Um. Also. What happened to Chris Rock's tour now? Yeah, them tickets went from forty six dollars to over three hundred seventy. So it was really, because uh, you know, honestly, I feel for Chris. There's a lot of things that are going to he's. It's going to be hard for him to live down. I've seen somebody get a fucking tattoo of this moment to where he is actually slapped, and that's just. And it's going to like I know we're in meme culture and everything has to be a meme, but this is one meme that that man does not deserve. Not at all. And I think, and you know, I think what what's like the worst part, or not the worst part, no, what is one of the like saddening parts is that Will Smith became a meme through his pain of having to talk about his wife cheating on him um, and we'll with, get someone, with someone much younger. And now, like he did Ooh, that. She was helping, by the way, to help him. Oh no, no, to we're recover. gonna get, we're gonna get into, we're gonna get into all of Jada's grossness. But 
you know, he was a meme and then, you know, he had, and then, you know, Will Smith went on this whole thing where he was trying to explain away the meme, like, oh, I wasn't really sad. I already knew I was tired. And now he did that to another person, a person who might very well be his friend, you know, like, I think like that is so sad that like the pain that you, that you had to endure and what you were talking about saying, like, I've been ridiculed and it's so hard. You now did that to somebody else. You there, spread that pain. There's also a major size difference between the two individuals. Mm -hmm. I'm bigger. I'm a bigger human being. I'm pretty much the same size, same weight as Will Smith. I've seen, uh, what was it, New Jack City, where uh, Chris Rock plays the crackhead. Yeah. And I don't think he's gained much weight since then. So if you've seen him in that he's really like, baggy tank top. He's in a, he's like a calm 130, 140. Calm. One, yeah, he's, he's definitely a lightweight. Will and I are boxing at at least light and heavyweight or heavyweight. And he's 57. Yeah. So, so you know, and, and he still looks good for his age, though. He does, and, and he just had an injury. So Yeah, there's, there's some, some talk about him possibly have had a hurt arm, a broken arm. So, um, or recovering from a broken arm. I don't know. We couldn't really, I couldn't find anything really to speak to the legitimacy of that. So I don't know, but that is something you know, that's being put I, out there. I heard, I don't know if it was broken, but I heard, for, I saw on multiple places that he had a hurt arm. So I don't know if it was broken or even it could have been his shoulder. I saw that as well. So, but he, there was, there, there was possibly a, an issue. It's also interesting that he gets, he has his hands behind his back. He gets slapped. And, you know, by the force of the slap and the impact and the shock of it, he, his, his arms, you know, leave from his back, but they go directly back behind his back um, after that. But I, I, I do want to say that Will Smith and Chris Rocks are fucking legends. They're titans in their respective mediums. And what I mean by their respective mediums is if you look at Will, Chris Rock as a comedy, he's probably top three maybe top two of my or in my list in my generation um and this is and, and if we look at it all time he might be up there with the greatest in in my opinion will smith was box office gold like i said before there was summers where he was just killing he was the he king was the july of 4th movie the summers there was not a movie that will smith wasn't didn't do even wild wild west and he was killing it. People were going to see it. I mean, I actually love Wild Wild West. It's one of my favorite Will Smith I, movies. I, I don't think you should say that out loud anymore. So, <laughs> moving on. I'm crying. Um, I have shared respect um, for Will. Um, I think he deserves a lot of credit for how he handled the extremely embarrassing situ entanglement situation. Separate from this. Uh, even when Jada made comments that could be perceived... That basically he lays some weak and unenthusiastic pipe. I think this is all very important <laughs> to mention because it can help to have us understand and figure out the state of mind that he might have been in and he's been carrying. Because also the Internet is unforgiving and the Internet will roast you. If there's anything that they can make fun of, they can meme, they can do anything, they can. And I have seen many, many of Will roast i have seen many of commentaries many of opinions many of takes about what will did and how he's not this type of human being but this is a very complex and complicated situation yes i hear and i respect everyone who is rightly saying that black women are not really protected 
I personally have been hearing black women say this for many, many years. But on the other side, Chris Rock is a comedian, and this has been his style of comedy for most of his career. This is no surprise that he would make a joke like that. No one was surprised by it. Should you attack the man for the joke, even if it's about a disorder? Should you physically assault somebody for the joke, even if it's about a disorder? Multiple things can be true at once. There was a tweet that I want to point out. It was by Amanda Paris. And it says, and I quote, assault is wrong. Alopecia is a painful experience that many black women go through and should not be joked about. The concept of being the protector can be a form of toxic masculinity. Black women are really protected and deserve to be protected. There's a lot of different points in that. And all of this is true. But we also need to take into account what we saw was just not a good business move. But everything that followed the slap seemed very disingenuous. And what I mean by that is the apology that happens about 40 or so minutes later when he wins the best picture. Like we talked about earlier about him, you know, talking about being a protector of black women, him talking about, you know, what Richard Williams would have done and how he had to invoke that and all of the different things and all the people that he mentions in his reaction to the joke that Chris Rock made that he I need to stress this that he initially laughed at I also think that you know Will Smith even in that apology saying that he's a protector of black women but so is Chris Rock yes Chris Rock has two black daughters and in fact, he has two dark-skinned black daughters, and I only bring that up because we've talked about the complexity of complexion in the black community. So you, like, there, you, you just hurt another protector, and you just made it so much harder for that man to quote unquote protect his to protect the the black the black woman in his life. So you, like, while you're saying this, you're also undoing it for 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 somebody else, and it, even in his apology. Um, I'm not sure if we mentioned this earlier. He didn't even apologize to Chris Rock. Yeah, the, at the Academy apology, uh, when the speech he made when he won Best Actor, uh, Best Leading Actor in a, I didn't watch the Oscars, but Best Leading Actor or whatever the it's category. Best Leading is. Actor in a Motion Picture. Yes, there it is, Motion Picture. I said movie, same thing. But you know, <laughs> and, it's the 94th edition of it, so they still have to use those terms, Motion Picture. Um, it just seemed very disingenuous. He then followed it up next day on his Instagram with an apology to Chris Rock. Now, the one thing it I wasn't do want to say, Chris Rock. So, oh, I'm sorry, an he apology was, to everyone who is a it, member of his Instagram. It, it was an It was the same apology, or it was generally just the same Chris apology Rock. that he gave at the Academy Awards with Chris Rock included. Yes. So he added that, and he ended it with "I'm a work in progress," and I agree with the statement that we all are a work in progress, but. At 53 years old, you should know that you should not assault or slap somebody because of words that they said that you initially laughed at. And I've been seeing a lot of people re responding to this that you shouldn't judge a person out of a moment of anger. And that's true. And I don't think that any. You know how many human beings are in prison because of being judged out of a moment of anger? And I don't a moment of, of where they lose themselves and they lose their rational thinking? 
this is true, but I also don't think that people are reacting to Will Smith in that way. I also I think that you know even Will Smith saying I was protecting black women, love makes you do crazy things. How many abusers have said love makes you oh, do crazy yeah. things Good when point. they when they hit you? Can I can I give you this? That is an excellent point because I I, I think we're gonna go with this title as the things we do for love with a question mark is that is something that abusive people normally would say is I love this person and I reacted that way because I was temporarily, you know, it, you know they drive me crazy think, with all my love and my passion for them. I think that that's so unfair, um, you know, and I think his apology was disingenuous, as we said, and one his, or both his, of them, both of them and his just and then and then. I just, I'm sorry. I don't even know if it was really an apology more than a justification with I'm sorry in front of it, which is two different things. And when you know, when we're talking about this joke, even the tweet you just read saying that um, joking about a disorder isn't funny, that is completely true. But um, that's also under the assumption that Chris Rock or the person who wrote the joke knew that Jada Pinkett Smith had a disorder. Um, like if... If any of you watch Flagrant 2, Alex Media said that, you know, he had alopecia, but his alopecia, he had, um, like, he, he has, he had patches and he had scarring on his head and he had told Andrew Schultz about it. And Andrew Schultz is like known for being like the douchebag guy who makes all the, makes all the, like their mean jokes. And he said that, you know, like you never joked about it. But I think like when you can physically see that something is wrong with somebody, or like when it comes to like alopecia, like your hair is falling out and you're having like you have scars and things on your head, you're not going to make fun of it. Jada Pinkett, Jada Pinkett looked like she had like she chose to shave her head, and we are at a point in time where women are shaving their head into um to a like a buzz cut all the time, and Jada Pinkett Smith has had that hairstyle in movies. So I think that there's an assumption that he knew, and or that the writer knew. Because he didn't write that joke, so there's if he a, didn't write that joke, I think yeah. that's what's being said. We aren't a hundred percent sure, but I think that's what's being said. You know, so like, in you like, there's so much nuance to it, and I also think that when it comes to comedy, um, that you have to really inspect if there was malice behind a joke. This joke, uh, you know, there's a difference between um, a malicious joke and uh, a joke that hurt somebody's feelings. I think that this was a joke that was fairly tame and it hurt Jada Pinkett Smith's feelings. And it maybe hurt people who have alopecia. It hurt their feelings. But I don't think that the joke was malicious. It wasn't intended to hurt her feelings or to make fun of her disorder. There was no, there was no malice. And I think that's a big, you know, when we're talking about the nuance of the joke and, um, the way it has an important thing to to point out. Yeah, um, it's it's something. Chris Rock even acknowledges after he makes the joke, like that was a tame one. Mm -hmm. That some people are saying that's him admitting that he was aware of the situation and and made the joke. But even if he was aware, that's what the host. Sorry, he's a presenter. He was no. a presenter. He was invited to come onto the show in order to do what he does. 
You know what you're getting when you invite Chris Rock to your show. I also think that, I don't know if him saying that is an admission that he knew that she well, had Well, that's what some people are arguing. I don't think but that what, was it either. What, I'm, what I think is that in the black community, hair is a very big, is a very big thing because Huge. hair, hair he also has, made good hair. Shout out to Chris Rock. Hmm. If I wow wow West, and I think we're both fucking up. I I just hold on. I just said he just made it. That's it. That's I it. didn't okay. say it was good. Um, but um, you know, because hair has been, you know, it's been used to oppress black women in particular. Uh, I think that it it's like a it's more than just hair. Angel uh, Maya Angelou said that it is black women's quote crowning glory. So I think when he's saying um. It was just a G.I. Jane joke. He's saying, like, I know it's about hair. Because he did the whole documentary about how important hair is to black women and what we do to kind of fit into society with our hair. So he's like, it's just a G.I. Jane joke. Like, even though it's about this sensitive topic of a black woman's hair, it was still a tame joke. Yeah. So I'm going to keep moving just because we only have certain amount of time that we want to you know, do this podcast in. So we, we had a lot to say. Yes. So I just want to now go to the Oscars, um, the Academy. The Academy alleges that they asked Will Smith to leave. I, I want to stress that. Let me repeat that. The Academy alleges that they asked Will Smith to leave. Now, I ain't famous. I don't know nothing. But I know that if I'm in a situation with anybody and they assault somebody else, there's not going to be an ass. That person will be escorted out, especially in an event such as that. But they asked him and they were he was able to successfully say no and be allowed to stay. That sounds like some horseshit to me. It, they asked him and he was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And they were like, oh, I mean, OK, I mean, we did ask you to go. But since you want to stay and insist, that's fine. That's horseshit. He should have been escorted out if the Academy, based on what they're saying, is actually doing what they're supposed to do. And then they quickly after they say they asked him to leave, they quickly followed it with. We acknowledge that we should have done things differently. And this is from an Academy who they have. They revoked nominations. So and they had since he he they didn't announce that he was nominated yet. They could have revoked the nomination. Isn't the same Academy that didn't let Hattie McDaniel's come to her own Oscars because isn't she, this the same Academy? Yeah. Isn't this the same Academy who gave Roman Polanski an Oscar in absentia because he was in France because oh, he's a because fucking child, pedophile? Yeah. No, no, he's an approving pedophile, yeah. and in France it's legal. So, or you know, I guess the age, the the age he was, uh, you know, being a pedophile here, it's legal there. So, did he get a standing ovation when they gave it to him too? That I'm not sure. But is this academy that still acknowledges and and constantly, you know, goes out of their way to dominate or acknowledge Woody Woody Allen? Same academy. I almost said Woody Harrelson. Oh, <laughs> that's a different no. dude. That's a different dude. Same academy who gave Jared Leto an award, also pedo. I'm going to, uh, yeah, I definitely got to follow up with you because I don't know much about that. But Jared Leto's on fire, it seems, with the roles. He they keeps keep getting roles. They he just keeps keep throwing roles at him. You know what? Woody Allen keeps making movies. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, Hollywood is Hollywood. Hollywood's going to Hollywood. But I wanted to continue to look at the Academy because the incident took away from some landmark wins. First, Chris Rock was presenting the best documentary, which eventually went to Quest Love of The Roots. And for um, The Summer of Soul, which is an excellent documentary, you need to check it out 
on, I think it's on Hulu, but you should definitely check it out. And that take away from the fact that he won this award for this great documentary about black excellence. And not only that, there was a landmark uh, win for Best Picture, which went to Coda, which was the first major win for a streaming service, Apple TV. And it was a huge win and representation for the deaf community. Now, if you have been listening to this podcast, you know, Naughty in the Teach feels that representation matters. So instead of us talking about the fact that a, a barrier, and I don't want to say it's been kicked over or knocked over, it was penetrated slight bit. Because we'll see what happens from here, because that's always what happens. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Even the fact that there was th- the there were three women who were hosting, and two of them are black women. And Regina Hall deserves all the flowers. Wanda Sykes has should have been gotten her flowers. Amy Schumer was there. She was there. Yeah. Sorry, we're not. We're not there. that she's bad. I'm just like we got to understand where we're coming from. We, I've been watching Regina Hall since I was younger. I've seen her in a lot of things. She was excellent in Scary Movie One. She, she, she just, I love the, the zoom meeting she has with Kevin Hart over the, uh, over the pandemic. Oh man. If you haven't seen it, I got to show it to you, but it is excellent. Just look up a zoom meeting, Regina Hall and Kevin Hart. She is actually absolute gold there. And Wanda Sykes has been doing this for so long. She is a legend in her own right. Ben had a special check it out. I think they're all on HBO, but all of this was taking all of this was just like overlooked because of this incident. All we're talking about now and all the lasting image of this 2022 Oscars, which was, by the way, the second lowest viewed Oscars. It just beat out last year's. But there was a significant jump of about 610,000 people after the incident. And, you know, we'll see what what comes of this next year when if they'll have more i i i'm just gonna say this i think people are going to tune into the oscars next year for the possibility of excitement i we know that nothing's going to happen next year but there's going to be those people who's like oh we don't know what will happen we want to see it live blah 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 i think it'll get a huge a, a huge ratings jump but all of this is coming really on the trauma of chris rock and that doesn't feel right to me it doesn't feel right to me either. Like he, Wanda Sykes said that Chris Rock called her and to apologize when she called to check up on him. Cause he's like, I took your moment, you know? And then on, um, Neil Brennan's podcast, how Neil feel Chris Rock had spoken about how, um, he has had to deal with trauma because he's been like jumped a, a whole bunch of times in his life. And he said that the last time he was jumped was like a, the week before, he was on SNL. So yes, that was a long time ago, but I'm sure that this incident does not, it like brings back that kind of trauma, you know, of, and then, and then the fact that it is so public. Oh yeah. There's like, at this point, it's in front of the, who knows how many millions, hundreds of millions of people billions, have seen this. Billion, it's like potentially billions of people. Have All seen around it, the world. You people know, have seen it. And like, like when, this is, when yeah. he got jumped, when he was getting jumped, it was the people on the street. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's very, very different. This is an era now where people can rewind and play it. They can add music to it. They can add a a, a video or audio overlay over it. They can meme it. And it has been... They're using this man's fucking theme song. Like, come on. That has to hurt. Yeah. 
I seen something that said Fresh Prince, and it was like a a mark on Chris Rock's face. Like people are really taking advantage of this man's trauma. I I want to talk about, and we're kind of running out of the time, but we're gonna extend it just a slight bit. I, I want to talk about um just a viewpoint from the people that were there. Um, Liam Payne. Let that let that let that name sink in. Do you know who that is? Yes, he's from One Direction. And I'll tell you a story about how I know this. So Liam Payne was on um, Good Morning Britain. And he said about the incident, and I quote, I believe whatever he felt that he did, he had the right to do. I also felt there were three losers in one fight. He didn't know being Chris Rock. He didn't want to do what he had to do being Will Smith. And she did nothing being Jada. Jada. He ended that. He ended that keen piece of advice with, we're all very human. The fuck? I'm sure he had no response for that. And then he was like, fuck, it's live TV. Uh, I, I, I don't think, I think everybody was confused. Because from what I understand and what I read, that even the commentators was like, one, they didn't know who he was. Two, <laughs> it's fucked up. Two, they were also very, very confused because... I, I, I guess I get what he's saying, mm-hmm. but I don't. He's saying everybody lost. I, I get that, that everybody lost, but... That's it. That's all he had to say. He said it in a very complicated way. There was really one loser. One person who's going to have to live with this a lot longer. Yes. But I think that's part of the problem with the culture. The aggressors always not does not always get it worse than... The person, because eventually people will forget about this, and then Chris, I mean Will Smith, will be celebrated again, because he was literally celebrated forty minutes after they gave him a standing ovation. Literally forty minutes. And I agree. The with acknowledgement. You. There was nobody. There was people who came to Will Smith's aid. The the actors, publicists, people came to Chris. I mean, sorry, Will Smith's aid. And they had things to say. He even quoted Denzel of saying such and such about the devil. About saying at your highest moment, the devil comes. Bro, Denzel, fuck does that mean? Denzel Washington, if you ever hear this, please, at me, naughty, naughty flower and naughty to teach. What the fuck does that mean? Is Chris, Chris Rock is not the devil. You know who the devil was in that situation? Jada. <laughs> naughty feels that way. And yes, I hear what she's saying, but... No, because the what Will Smith was saying about how him being ridiculed, the reason why he was being ridiculed is because his wife cheated on him. So the your highest your highest point at your highest point, the reason why you're being ridiculed is because your wife cheated on you. And actually, actually, you know what? I misspoke. The real devil is Will Smith himself because as a they as as a couple, they decided to put that shit outside because nobody really like nobody would have known about it. The reason how I know of uh, One Direction is I remember a couple of years ago when I don't know if it was they, because they broke up or because Zayn left One Direction. Anyway, we had to go into crisis mode because uh, there were children at the school I work at that was fucking losing their minds. They were cutting themselves. They were carving 1D in their arms and in, in their body parts. They were crying. They were fucking hysterical. Not because I don't remember if it's because they broke up or because Zayn left. One of the two. I remember left, having to have a 
a, a circle with the kids and I was telling them about the choices that we make and the effects of it. And at that very moment, there was a, a situation to where there was a pilot who was flying an airplane and he decided for whatever reason to crash that airplane into mountains. And we were telling this story about the choices we make and how it can affect other people. And then I will never forget, and this is probably one of the, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this moment. One of the kids raised their hand and I said, I called on them. And then they said, um, do you think it's because he learned that One Direction broke up? <laughs> and this was one of those moments I had no idea what to, I was stuck. I, I'm sure my mouth was open. I was just like, I had no idea what to say, but uh, I, that's, that's how I know who Liam Payne is and the, the members of One Direction. Um, to move on, <laughs> Zoe Kravitz uh, shared two Instagram posts oh, of her in dress, and one of them was, here's a picture of my dress at the award show where we are apparently assaulting people on, on stage now. She got backlash for it. Uh, they, the internet went after her um for that um what's your take on that i think that she made an observation as a caption and what she said was factual i also think you know will smith is uh like if meg ryan is america's sweetheart uh will smith is black america's sweetheart and uh he fucked up and we sorry we want to keep him precious and he's not acting very precious right now so it's hard for people to hear also I don't remember what the fuck she did bef a, f a few years ago with High Fidelity. She didn't do anything. They just canceled the show. No, 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 no. There was something. I forget what she did. There was some. She had backlash, not for the show, but she had she had backlash. Um, she had done something when that show was on the air, or on was it was streaming that she got backlash for, and. What and people dislike her for that reason. We can look it up, but I, I think I remember it being a big thing because they canceled it after one season and it was well watched, it was well received. People liked it and they're just like, Yeah, this isn't the story that we want to tell. And then Hulu canceled it, but I'm not sure. We can, we'll, we'll do some research. No, but we'll I know that it. people dis dislike Zoe Kravitz and I'm, I don't know why. Like her mom is Lisa Bonet and y'all love the fuck out of that bitch. And I don't know what Lisa Bonet did to like for people to idolize her so much. Random she's just, fact: she's just a pretty, a pretty black woman. Random fact: Lisa Bonet directed the Tony Tony Tone song "It Never Rains in Southern California" video. Okay, maybe that's why they idolize. No, her. no, I, it could be, but Rafael Sadiq is literally black royalty from Tony Tony Tone. You're like, who the hell is Rafael Sadiq? That's that young in you. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm trying to school you on game. Um, Jaden Smith tweeted. I'm going to look him up right and now. And that's how we do it. I still don't know what they do, but that is what he tweeted after. It could be after the slap or the oh. incident. Excuse me. It could be after the uh, Oscar win. But Jaden Smith tweeted that. Um, I, I, I don't know what to say about that. But two of the strongest voices came from Jim Carrey and, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, Jim Carrey, for whatever, however people want to see it, um, has been speaking about Hollywood for a little while now. 
But he said that if it was him, he would have sued Will for $200 million. And I just want to point out, he might have won. If even in the same situation, I think if Chris Rock sues, he's not getting $200 million. But if Jim Carrey was assaulted the same way in the same circumstances, the same situation, and he sued, he may get $200 million. They may give him a billion. They'd be like, listen, white man. It's been hard for you out here. The reason why he said he would sue for $200 billion is because that video is going to be there forever. This is his word. Sorry. It's going to be ubiquitous. You know, that insult is going to last a very long time. You do not have the right to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face because they said words, end quote. So he, and he was not, you know, he talked about how Hollywood gave them a standing ovation, which he was celebrated literally after he assaulted this man and Chris Rock has to deal with this trauma. So he was. People say a lot about Jim Carrey, how he lost it, he went kooky, whatever the case may be. Some things he say make sense to some. Some people, some things don't. He may say may not make sense to others. But he has been speaking out about the Hollywood structure for a while. Um, now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote a lengthy uh, response to this, and he makes a lot of points. Um, if you can, you should really check these both out: the Jim Carrey and the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar ones. He, but you have to understand where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's point of view is. He was part of the summit way back in the days with Muhammad Ali and Jim Brown. Um, he's been an avid speaker on topics, especially within the black community. He touched it on Tiffany Haddish's response and many people like her, which Tiffany Haddish said it was beautiful that a black woman was, um, you know, somebody stood up for a black woman, which black women have been saying for a long time is that they don't feel safe. They don't feel protected at all, not just by just by anyone, especially black men. So she felt that that was beautiful. And Tiffany Haddish is entitled to have that feeling and that viewpoint, especially understanding how Tiffany Haddish, you know, got to be how who she got to be. He also points out that Jada can handle herself. Why does he need to take away from the from her agency by him having to defend her? Jada was um, Jada did laugh at Chris Rock being slapped. Um, when he says, hey, uh, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. He talks about the self-serving apology, which Naughty and I feel the same way. And he asks the question, or he kind of presents it, that this incident sets black people back. Well, I think that, you know, I understand that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar comes from a different era, and he was born a different time in America where violence was still very much a part of society, especially if you were black and you know where you can just you can be you can be hurt or you can be killed simply for walking in the wrong neighborhood. So when it comes to respectability politics, uh black people in particular had to live respectable they had to when they were outside they had to be quote unquote respectable because they could be harmed. So but I still, I still don't think like, I don't think that Will Smith set black people back. I think that for like the the people who now think that uh, black people are less than because of Will Smith's actions were already racist. So you, you weren't like, you know, we weren't going to change their minds about black people by him winning an award either. The Academy Awards, I, in my opinion, the teach might have a different opinion. Um, 
are uh, racist and faux in a like a faux based merit system. While there are between eight and nine thousand people who are the vote or nine thousand actors and directors um, who are a part of the voting membership, actors specifically Denzel Washington have said that you have to shake the right hand, kiss the right ass to win, right ass to kiss to to get the Oscars or to receive an Oscar. So that being said, you know people have already they have stated that it's not merit based. It, like you can have a shitty movie. Um, you know, that's why, you know, Will Smith didn't, he won for King Richard because he was owed one and not um, Pursuit of Happiness. But, you know, that's a whole different thing. Um, I don't think that, no, I said that already. Sorry, I'm like getting. You want me to, all no, right, so I got it. we have to, st- oh. I guess I have one more thing to say. So I also think like the, the, the bigger issue about the even like protection of black women is that you, sh- you should not have to protect people with violence. There are many, like we said, you know, he could have spoke about alopecia. He could have, you know, talked to Chris Rock um, offstage when he protected Jada. He could have even done that with Jada if she needed that support. You know, it like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said, you know, she has her own agency and she could have spoken up for herself. And even if Will Smith... You know, even if he felt it was his duty to protect her, it didn't have to be done with violence. All right. So we're about to wrap it up soon, but I just want to play a quick game. So the name of the game is Who Would Will Smith Slap? I'm going to ask you a person. You tell me if you think that Will Smith would slap them if they made the same joke. And give one sentence if you can. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Dave Chappelle. No, because he's too big. Ricky Gervais. No, because he's white. Louis C.K.? No, because he wouldn't be invited. Okay. So Aziz Ansari? Well, if he would slap Chris Rock, he would slap Aziz. Mm, Seeing a pattern. Steve Harvey? Fuck no. Because Steve Harvey would hit him back. Ryan Reynolds? Playing Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds' personality is Deadpool? No. Yeah. Andrew Schultz? I think he would push Andrew Schultz. Or sh- no, he would shove him. He so what we're him. saying is his response to the same incident would change depending on how large or how the makeup, the ethnicity or whatever of the person that made the joke. Yes. I think Andrew Schultz, particularly because um, even, because like, even though he has like that, like he's known for having like that like douchebaggy, like crude style, I think that. If he thought that uh, that that G.I. Jane joke was too much, like the way that Andrew Schultz would say it, it would be even more. It would be uh, it would seem malicious. Yeah, I I agree with most of you. I'm hoping he doesn't slap Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari is a small person, a a, a small person, but like short. I, I, short I, and I googled it. Chris Rock is five ten. For Chris Rock's five ten, yeah. So, but he's but I'm um, talking about stature. Like he doesn't weigh no, that much. He's he's uh. If the internet is correct, he is five ten and one hundred fifty pounds. One hundred fifty pounds. So that's a skinny man. Wow. I think what Will Smith's like two two fifteen two twenty. I can you you read your statement. I'll Google yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So we wanted to wrap this up by just saying that uh, Chris Rock ends. As soon as this thing is, you could tell that he's in shock. He says, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And as a fan, and someone who grew up on Will, wants him to win, wants him to succeed, wants his family to succeed. 
I watched a man who, from my view, is struggling a lot. And instead of working on his shit, as we have been saying, he decided to take it out in an act of violence with someone he projected all of his frustrations, pain, and his own personal mental anxieties on. We are stressing you all to work on your shit. To watch Will Smith do what he did and then get celebrated from a fan's standpoint, it was just all disappointing. And as fans, as somebody who wants, fans of them both, it's disappointing for Will's actions, but it's also disappointing that this is something that Chris Rock will have to deal with, at least for the foreseeable future. Who knows how long this is going to to last um he just had a show where people were heckling him now we don't i don't know the reasons or what they were heckling him for but he comes on stage and you could and people by reports he gets physically emotional from the res- respect that the audience is giving him because they gave him a standing ovation they gave him well. a standing ovation which he did not get there was no acknowledgement of chris rock after he gets slapped, he presents the Oscar to Questlove, and then he goes in the back, and that's it. The Academy has done nothing since, or or any other actor, with the exception of people who are close to Chris Rock, has really come out and said, those prominent actors who rushed to Will Smith's side, as far as I know, did not say anything in support of somebody who is part of their clan. So... It seems like Wanda Sykes is the only person. Yes, but who Wanda out and Chris Rock. Go, goes back way no, back. Yeah, because she she was in, she's been in his movies. But what I'm saying is like she's the only one who seems to have checked on him. Yeah, and, and um, sorry, Will and that Smith. That says a lot. Uh, when he did his weigh in for um recently on on the Instagram and the Facebook, he weighed in at two hundred twenty two pounds. Mm. So that's a big fella. I'm only two sixteen, so. I can't believe you said your weight on the on the waves. Oh, I'm built. I mean, me and Chris. When you see it, <laughs> me and Chris Rock were the same thing. I can't imagine being seven inches taller. Oh, you're you're only five three. Yeah. Oh, all right. So let's go into Teacher's favorite segment. We're going to be a little quick because we want we wanted to be mindful of time. So Teacher's favorite segment, Noni and the Teach recommends. Thank you, thank you. It is the best segment. Um, Naughty, start us off. Always the queen. My recommendations are Head of State, a 2003 um, movie by Chris Rock where he becomes a president. Uh, Bernie Mac is in it. It's a classic. And there is also Top yes. Five, which came out in 2014. Yes. That is directed and I believe also written and produced by Chris Rock. So, you know, give the man some money. Yeah, Pharrell. And my recommendation goes back. Um, it was one of the it was the first cassette I've ever owned. It was Chris Rock's HBO special, Bigger and Blacker. I worked the shit out of that cassette. It was the one I used to spend the limited money I had back then. And I listened to it as much as I can. It got me through a lot of hard times, you know, teenage angst, blah, blah, blah. You know how it goes. But Chris Rock. Definitely. We're sorry that you had this experience. We definitely feel for you. Will, please work on your shit. We're going to make a, a shirt and send it to him. Um, real quick, shout outs to everyone who reached out and shared their thoughts and opinions with us. I hope that all of you who are like, oh, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about this. I really hope that 
we did you some justice. But again, like I said, interact with us on Instagram. You have our handles. You could definitely check them out in the description. Um, we got big things coming in the coming weeks, but definitely listen, tell your friends about it, share this episode, um, like, and subscribe, although that doesn't apply here. I just wanted to say it, but please definitely reach out, subscribe, let us know, follow, follow. Yes. Everything you can. We appreciate you. Thank you. And peace.